Hey yo, welcome back to Maju Dayo, the podcast where we talk about Majuska Gakuen, the show produced by AKB48. I am your host, Raiden, and this is my co-host, Elliot. Hello! And yeah, we're in the final episode now uh, for the podcast and the show of season one. And wow, Uh, like amazing, I didn't think we'd get there. (laughs) Yeah, good on us. We actually managed to start and essentially finish something. Um, but yeah, Maji 2 is kind of a lot. <laughs> There's a lot going on and a lot that we could rant about for a very long time. So we might not continue the podcast. We might just end it here and have it be complete with season one. But Yeah, and plus season one is the one that most people have seen. And, yeah, like, and most people care about. Yeah, I mean, anything after is not great anyway so Mm -hmm. we might we might not it depends on how we feel plus we've been doing this like once a month because our work schedules have been like blah even with the pandemic but yeah so i'm just happy we even finished season one uh i almost thought we wouldn't but like yeah Yeah, honestly me too it's almost a miracle It's pretty, yeah, it is a miracle <laughs> that we even got to this point. But yeah, so thank you all for sticking with us and listening to the podcast. I hope you've had, you know, a good time. But yeah, so whether we continue or not, I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's even like a particular demand for that. Just because, again, no one really cared about Maji after season one anyway. So true. It was, and understandably so, given how the whole series turned out but Mm -hmm. if we might we might do it we might not i won't say it won't happen but Mm -hmm. i can't guarantee that it will either way thank you for joining us on this journey regardless but let's let's go to idle news and i'll start off with uh akipi announced uh that he's doing an old uh not old he's doing a new show a horror-themed show, or mystery drama, really, um, set in, I guess, virtual meetings. <laughs> and um, Maidasuko's actually casted in this, as well as Nogizaka 46's uh, Asuka Saito. So, kind of just to just see where that goes. Um, the premise is a little weird, but... Yeah. And it makes it makes me kind of wonder how like if they've already started production on it like if they started production during the pandemic where everyone has to stay at home or they did it beforehand uh or they're gonna wait till the pandemic's over to actually start doing things i don't know but it would be no, interesting I think if they actually did it in zoom meetings because i think that would be hilarious i'm pretty sure they're gonna do it in a zoom meeting <laughs> it seems like that's the premise of this that yeah because it's coming it's coming out the end of this month so oh, it's shit, coming out really? july oh, they've already made it okay so then it's already it's already done yeah. <laughs> so that's that's something new that's mm-hmm. pretty recent news that i saw but I don't have any. I haven't had anything else cross my path that's like pretty big. I mean, I'm sure. I'm mm-hmm. fucking sure there's some stuff. I just haven't seen it on my timeline. 
Yeah. It's also I, been kind of dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, understandably so, because especially if you live here in the United States, there's a lot going on. Oh my god! So it's understandable why, you know, other yes. stuff kind of gets drowned out a little bit. But mm. I, I actually have two different things. Um, I remembered okay. them as we were getting ready for <laughs> the podcast. Um, one of them is that uh, Kitahara Rie, who plays Unagi, she actually started a YouTube channel recently. And really? I haven't watched any of her videos, but I saw that she played Animal Crossing in one of them. So Aww, I need to cute. get on that. <laughs> I didn't know that. So go watch her so videos. I'm happy for her. I imagine they're <laughs> adorable. And my other one is that as of June 21st of this year, uh, AKB actually released a single called uh, Even When Apart, and it's just like a, a single out to everyone saying like, hey, even though we're apart, we're still together. Because, uh, you know, we're all supposed to be at home <laughs> during the pandemic. And it actually has a couple of graduated members, like I think Yuko is in it, Maida's in it, and I know Mariko is in it too. Yeah, I like that they came back and that they're willing to do that stuff. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I guess I think about... Sorry, we're, we're probably extending idle news here a little bit and getting into more idle talk territory. But, like, if I think about, like, what happened with Keiakizaka and mm-hmm. how I'm sure relationships are very strained there uh, between former members and management, I, I couldn't really see them coming back to doing things mm-hmm. like the way that a lot of the old AKB graduated members do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think that just highlights the sort of difference that they've... The differences in, in not just management, but in, like, interactions between the groups sort of played out. I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, their relationship was perfect in any way, because it certainly wasn't, oh, of but... Oh, of it's, course not. Yeah, but it's interesting. Like, I like that the older members are willing to come back. Because mm. this isn't the first time, I think, what was it? The melody one, the melody song wasn't. Oh, Kimi wa no melody. Yeah, Kimi yeah. wa melody. They did the same thing that they had members yeah, come back. That was yeah. definitely. Well, that was because that one was such an obvious cash grab. Like <laughs> this one, not so much. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just kind of like that they're willing to at least come back and do stuff like that. But yeah. uh yeah, that's that's idle news. And now we jump jump into. The last episode of Majiska Gakuen, season one, which I I want to say I want to mm-hmm. say you know how like they have that like disclaimer at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I love that they it's actually changed in this episode where it's like an expression yeah. of gratitude. I where they they thank the fans like thank you for putting up with this show because <laughs> you know the girls were able to mm-hmm. slightly improve their acting ability. And uh, they're like, thank you, and hope that you enjoy this episode. Please continue watching more. And I, I don't know. I thought that was like really cute. Like, yeah, thanking it's really the, sweet the audience for that. Like, they don't really have to, but they did. And that was, I don't know. It's really sweet. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought that was a cute thing. And then we immediately go into like Yuko. Like, <laughs> we immediately we go see Yuko <laughs> being transported to the ICU. That's how the episode starts. And yeah. The, the I know I mentioned. I'm gonna say it real fast. Well, yeah, <laughs> extremely whiplash. But I'm gonna say this really fast because at the end of the last episode, I said that we shouldn't have had it where we saw her because it killed the mood. 
Um, but I think if we took that out and just starting it with this episode like that, it would have been really good. Because like I said last episode, it would have been like, well, we know. We knew it was Yuko. Who else would it be? It still had this big like, oh, hey, what's going on kind of thing. Where if we just start and then we left it at that and then we start this episode with it. I don't know. I feel like it would have been better, especially if you watched it as it came out, because I'm sure there was a whole like week apart. Yeah. So. Well, I think it would have added... I don't know, something more suspense? to the start of this episode. Yeah, suspense. That's that's the word for it. Like, more suspense yeah. at the start <laughs> I was of like, this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, I guess it's done. It's a done deal, whatever. Moving mm-hmm. on. <laughs> I don't know how quickly Sato and Maida both heard about Yuko because it looks like they just came after the fight. Like, they, yeah. like, we see them running down the hall. I'm like, how, it's like, how did they get news so fast? Yeah, is that, and is also, that a thing that's done in Japan? They... they just get news that quickly? Or yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but also, my question is, like, how do they still have the energy to run? They beat the shit out of each other for a very long time, to the point where, like, neither of them could stand afterwards. How are they running if this is the same day? I have no idea. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, here's the other thing too. I have to, I have to comment on this because like Yuko okay. is having like, I don't know, a heart attack or something. But I thought she something. had like a head trauma thing. So now I'm like, which is it? Show what? What? You're telling me she has all the things? Is that, is that what it is? Everything. She has. <laughs> like everything. she's got everything. A mysterious novella disease. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I symptoms, just, all of them. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, which is it? Like, she like is it a heart thing? Is it a brain thing? Like, I, you can't tell me that it's just I don't know. I, I mean, technically, uh, like a heart thing could end up relating to a brain thing, but also it's like nothing's explained ever. Really, it's just yeah, she's sick and dying. Eh. Uh, like I don't like I, it. Doesn't even like have to be like laid out for us like in well, yeah. super detail like they could just have said like she has cancer or something you know? yeah <laughs> but no we get God. we get this vagueness and <laughs> i'm always left one like this scene is just like I, I don't know i know it's supposed to be like dramatic and like you know because we get sato like crying out for yuko and the nurse is having to like try to stop her from you know, going to the bedside and interfering, which I'm just like, how did you guys even get that far into the Yeah, ICU? that's my question. But okay. <laughs> I'm like, one, how did you get there? Two, uh, why is Maida there? And three, where's security? Hello? I know, like, I, I'm just like, um... I don't know if if the writers of this show understand how the hospital works. I don't think so. I genuinely yeah. don't think they do. Um, Have you guys ever I'll, been I'll to a hospital? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you'd think, right? But I guess not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. But it's just, it's. I don't know. Like, I know. Like, I guess when I first watched this, it was more of an emotional thing. But like, mm-hmm. as I've watched it through the years, like this episode doesn't hit me in the same way anymore. So I'm like, I'm just kind of like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have the same emotional appeal as mm-hmm. it did the very first time I watched it. Well, but yeah, I, I still... The first time, you're not, like, thinking about it too hard, because you're just taking yeah, it. Yeah, that's For true. here, if we're watching it for the podcast, like, I asked, like, why is Maida here? You know? Well, it's not even you for the podcast. Like... like, just watching it before when I was just watching it mm-hmm. again, like, when I do reruns and watch shows again. Like, it just, it never hit me the same way it did that very, very mm-hmm. first time. 
because like yeah like Sato's emotional and she's she's her and Maida after they get kicked out of the ICU they're like sitting together in the waiting room very awkwardly <laughs> I might say oh and it's like, awkward they're just kind of and <laughs> sitting there Sato's like semi talking to herself semi talking <laughs> to Maida and like she's you know distressed yeah oh i mean understandably so yeah but i'm just Um, saying like i'm just saying again like it just doesn't hit me the same way yeah like it just i'm just like okay here we go you know like (laughs) (laughs) because like i get Um, it like sato's going through a lot of pain yeah but i don't know like the ridiculousness of yugo's illness somewhat detracts Mm -hmm. from from that for me since you mentioned Sato starts talking kind of out loud, either to herself, but also kind of to Maida. She actually says something like, uh, the doctor said that her chance of regaining consciousness is very low. And to me, I'm like, well, if Maida was there, why are you saying these out loud? (laughs) Why are you telling this to Maida? She probably knows. She was probably there. I have... I, when I was watching this, I like I had said, I'm not sure why necessarily Maida was there. This is my thing for this, my notes for the entire episode, is if they had went with the senpai kohai thing that they wanted between Maida and Yuko, this would have actually had more impact, I guess is what I'm saying. But because they kind of shoehorned it at the end, it doesn't work as well for me for Maida being there like running with Sato to Yuko and that kind of thing it doesn't work as well for me because I'm like why would she care? She doesn't know Yuko like at all. Yeah it, we. I mean we already talked about this and if you mm-hmm. want you know I don't know what more I could say other than to agree with you because it's true like I just but you know for the it's the ending they're doing this it's done yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the relationship they've set out for it uh, and I'm just like okay let's let's go <laughs> uh, and you know like we do get a little bit of more backstory on Yuko in this about mm-hmm. how she was raised by her grandma I think mm-hmm. is what it was and then like yeah cause like her grandma died, died. yeah, yeah her, her grandma her died her parents died her grandma died <laughs> And she's all alone, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Which Maji 2 goes and spits on that and says, fuck you, uh, to whatever that was. I, well, I don't know if it does. Because from what I remember, it was like, she didn't talk to her sisters. Surprise! Yuko has siblings. Because I know they mentioned, they were like, yeah, we hadn't spoken to her in years. Until she was dying. So it's like, yes, but also no. There's, I feel like there's probably... Something they could have actually written in better that explained it, but they won't. They never do. (laughs) Like, with her sisters that come in later, if they had said, like, we had lived, like, on the other side of the country, you know, it would have been different. Because then, of course, they can't see each other. You know? Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't. And I'm going to put a big pin in that. (laughs) I'll come back later if we actually do Maji 2. So we'll yeah, keep well, going. Well, I don't know about that, but like... <laughs> I'm saying if, yeah, so I'm gonna put if, it yeah, in case. If. And then I guess Sato is like, yeah, like Yuko's invincible, like she beat 30 Yabakune students on her own. I was like, yeah, but the, you know, an illness is a different thing. Mm-hmm. You can be the strongest person in the world and she's, like, your insides are killing you, right? So She's, it's, in, she's in denial, <laughs> okay? Okay. <laughs> That's the first stage of grief. <laughs> grief. Denial. <laughs> She's getting there. 
And Mina doesn't like say anything throughout this like whole thing. She's just like sitting there. Yeah, that's part of why it's awkward, but I also feel like she probably just doesn't know what to say. That's true. I wouldn't know oh. what to say to that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and also, it, Sato doesn't really give her room to talk. Sato just kind of keeps going on. So I think it's probably a better position for Maida to just kind of sit back and just be like, why am I here? <laughs> I mean, she does eventually speak up. Huh? Well, actually, I just had a thought because I, I just remembered what I yeah. wanted to say about this whole, this whole scene where they're in the hospital and stuff. Part of me thinks maybe, like, the reason that Maida's like distant about this in some way mm-hmm. is because it's like she's looking at a mirror of herself watching like yeah. Nami die and maybe that's also why she's just kind of like oh man this kind of deja vu yeah. is like yeah. too much I, for I, me yeah I think yeah in my notes I had said that I actually while it is awkward I kind of enjoyed the fact that Maida was there in the waiting room with her because it is like a sort of parallel like you had mentioned although for the parallel between meta and sato is not really an exact parallel because it's a different situation Maida lost her best friend very suddenly while sato gets to suffer through the very long and drawn out when is she going to die <laughs> she's going to die uh, yeah so. <laughs> okay so like Maida, i well sato ends up ends her conversation and she tells Maida, oh, i'll see you at graduation which I'm assuming is in a couple of days. And Maida's like, okay, and she just gets up and is leaving when Sato like stops her and is like, hey, you know, thank you. She says something else and I, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, she, no, she just says thank you. And then Maida says bye, <laughs> which I don't, I don't know if that's correct. Um, I don't know if that's like a correct translation because I feel like maybe she says more, but like, I don't know. I, yeah. I think she says she understands what Sato is thanking her for. I don't think it's just like, I, oh, I don't know why they put like, okay, bye. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, they literally just wrote so bye. <laughs> and I'm like, that doesn't, I feel like that doesn't seem right, but okay. And then Sato like starts singing the Sakura no Shiori song. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. It's their graduation song. Yeah. And it makes me cry. <laughs> Here come the tears. I was waiting for them. No, I'll be fine. Uh God, shut up. (laughs) We get like these like, I guess, flashes of memory uh, as Maida's walking out the hospital. And we actually don't get the intro this time. Uh, We just get like the title, the title card for the the show. And this episode is just called Final Episode. (laughs) That's Mm it. Uh, I guess to mark how... Uh, well, I mean, actually, no, no, no I'm uh, wrong. No, I'm wrong. No, it's not. I'm wrong. They put the final episode on the title. Yeah, um, they did. Card when it comes down, but that's not the name of the episode. Yeah, it's Majiska students gather, a tearful graduation ceremony. That's that's a way to describe it. That's how and, that's how Al um, felt. <laughs> every single time I've watched it, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Um, but anyways, we're getting Maida, like, back at Maji, and she's walking down just one of the hallways. Everyone else is, like, acting normal, being their Yankee selves. And, uh, it cuts to Daruma actually looking at Maida's chair and is just like, Hey, Maida's been acting weird recently. And 
people, uh, Team Hormone's like, well, she's probably just nervous because now that she's beaten Sato, she's, you know, she's gonna have to fight the legendary Yankee Yuko. And a part of me is, no. <laughs> uh, but I don't think they know. I don't think they know what's going on. No, nobody knows. So, nobody, nobody outside of Rapapa knows. And it's, that's why I think, you know, their response is that way. Mm-hmm. Because they're just, they have like, nobody has a single fucking clue. Like, cause I think they're all just like, oh, like, Yuko's just not around. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah, I was wondering if they knew even if she was like in the hospital or not. Cause it's different if it was like they knew she's there but didn't know how like how serious it is. Or if they even knew at all, you know. How in the dark is everyone else? Uh, because that'll really kind of mess up how the graduation goes, <laughs> depending on how in the dark they are. I'm a, they're, I think they're pretty in the dark. Uh, I don't think there's any, they have a single fucking clue about what's going on because I don't imagine Red Papa would have wanted that information to come out. Oh, given probably that, like, not. A lot of other schools would have been like, oh, Marijo's weak. Mm-hmm. Yuko's not there, like, it's time to take over, and that's not yeah. something that they want right now. Well, actually, you're right, because, like, in episode three, when Yab- those Yabukune girls kept trying to fight Maida and Daruma, they'd be like, no, bring out Yuko. Yeah. They wanted to fight Yuko, so that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, and so, Team Hormone is just, you know, doing their usual gossip here, mm-hmm. but suddenly, we pan to the grill, and they, like, bursts with flame and we hear someone say shut up yeah and everybody turns and we we pan to mukuchi <laughs> who's grilling food <laughs> and she and we, we get mukuchi what i call mukuchi's words of wisdom here mm-hmm. um <laughs> because she's just like two yankees are trying to come to an understanding so just shut up and watch and it's so funny because everybody's just like what the fuck yeah <laughs> They all just are very quietly go, okay. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, it's it's I, it's what I mentioned about Mukuchi before in that mm-hmm. when she doesn't speak often, but when she does, people listen. Oh, yeah. And this is very much one of those moments. But it's, it's funny. It's so funny to me because everybody's just like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> yeah, and I think a part of the reason why it's so funny is that after she stares them down for a little bit, she actually smiles and it plays this little like, ding, <laughs> sound Yeah. It's so funny. It's great. She just goes on to eat her hormone and is yeah. like, yeah, I'm content now. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> It's such a, like, even to the end, Team Hormone is so great, and I fucking love them. And then Maji 2 happens, and her wonderful <sighs> characterization is tanked. Oh, god. I can feel like you could say that about most characters. Just um, all of them, you mean? <laughs> well, not all of them. Geki got a character. I guess. <laughs> uh, Geki's, like, the only pan- one, though. Everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> We start flashing, I guess, not flashing, but we, we, we pan to different people. Like, we pan to Shibuya, who's watching Maida walk through the halls, and we pan to the freshmen. You go back in the bed, and, like, we come to we come to this one scene where we have a bunch of randos talking about what they hope to be is, like, the fight between Yuko and Maida. Actually, Maida Ami's in this scene, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, Maida Ami, I love you. I'm sorry you got... <laughs> The shit stick in terms oh, of like, she, oh my god, she totally you know, screen time and like anything AKB. But I fucking love Maida Ami. 
and her Vanellope eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> but she's in the scene, like, briefly, and they're, like, gossiping and, like, gossiping with Maida, like, right there. And I'm like, bruh, she can hear you. And, like, yeah. she just gives them a look and then they just shut up <laughs> Yeah. before she walks away. <laughs> um, and then we cut to Sato in the hospital. And I'm, like, going through these really quick because they're going really quick. Yeah. And there really isn't much to them. Mm-hmm. To it's be more honest. of like a tension build up thing, but in a different way from the last episode where it was like last episode's tension to a fight. This one's like, oh, is she gonna make it to graduation or not? That kind of thing. I also want to say, because Sato mentioned that she was going to stay by Yuko's side until she wakes up, and I'm like, how did they not kick you out of the hospital? For real. <laughs> They're not gonna just let some teenage girl stay in the waiting room for who knows how long. How are you still there? That's what I'm saying. Like, the people who wrote this show had no clue how hospitals work. I think if she... Oh, I guess in Yuko's case, she wouldn't really have anybody. Because I was gonna say, I think if she was, like, family, it might have been different. But Sato's not family. Yuko could have put her down as family. Maybe. Maybe that's how she stayed in there. Possibly, but it's not like we would have known that, so. No. So we cut to. Oh, we cut to Maida on the roof and just brooding, and Mm -hmm. Dharma there, like standing there watching her brood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know it's like a dramatic scene and it's like supposed to be like, oh, very sad and contemplative, but I just think it's funny that it's just like watching Mina brood. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's funnier when you watch it without sound because then you just. Yeah, it is funny. I'm no watching sound. it right now without yeah. sound. It's so funny, dude. Because I'm just like, uh. <laughs> yeah, because I think a lot of like, I mean, there are. There's a lot of like dramatic and emotional parts to this episode, but a lot of it is because the music is also sad uh, and dramatic. So I think that's part of it. Yeah. So when you watch it without it, everything's just really funny. <laughs> it is. Oh man. Uh, but we we come back to I guess the day of graduation. I want to mm-hmm. say, like, a lot of people are showing up, right? Yeah. And. Team Hormone comments, oh, well, there's, like, too many people here. Like, usually no one show up, shows up for these things. And I'm like, not even y'all's parents show up to your graduation? Like, They're is here. that not a thing in Japan? Or, like, I, like, like I, no, I mean, like, legitimately, I like... Yeah, I, I don't Like, know. do parents in Japan not show up for kids' graduations? Like, that seems weird. And also, sorry, I'm kind of rambling here, but this is... I had two questions in my mind, because I was mm-hmm. just like... If no one shows up to these things, why did they set up the chairs like two days prior? Like, like they had all the chairs set up. Why would you set up anything if no one shows up? I have no clue. And my my question is because like they mention, you know, oh, usually not a lot of people are here. And I'm like, because it is a full graduation. So like the principal makes a speech, one of the teachers, you know, calls out like names of the students. And it's like, do they always bother? Do they always bother to set all this stuff up and just give speeches to nobody? What is this? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you mean no one? Is it because they're just like, they've never showed up. So that's why they think no one shows up or, or like, what is it? Because clearly the teachers all like show up. like. It, they even hired extra actors to play teachers that are sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. So, like, that tells me that all the teachers and the principal show up for this event that nobody shows up to. <laughs> I'm losing my goddamn mind. Like, 
what is this? I mean, it's so I funny, dude. Like uh, a senior maybe showing up and that's why they're like oh there's a lot of people here because they're used to like a handful but like it's i i'm sure there's been years where it's just the staff <laughs> and it's like why would like what do they just do they just stand there <laughs> <laughs> they, they take it as graduation practice for the next year <laughs> oh my god that's so fucking sad <laughs> Oh, oh my god! god. I, just thinking about it makes me angry. <laughs> like it's like it's one thing to say like nobody does this and, and stuff and and you know like it would have been. I just think they should have been like, oh, they don't, they rarely do this, or like Hugo had requested this to be done, and therefore the teachers and the principal mm-hmm. gave this to her, yeah. right? Because they probably know her condition. And yeah. therefore they oh, yeah, decided I would to do this. That so, they would do that. Okay. so that's why I think if they had said, oh, it's rare for us to have graduation ceremonies, that would have been, you know, that would make something more that sense. I could have taken. Yeah, it make more sense if that was what it was, <laughs> but it's not. But no, we just go, huh, people are normally not here. It's like, then what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> why waste all that anyway, time? Um, anyway, I just want to say we get a shot of baby Yuihan because she's a an lot, extra in this oh, scene. Oh my god. This scene, when it shows Yui, um, baby Yui, has like at least three or four other Gen 9 babies. Yeah, they're all Aru the Gen 9 it. babies. Aru is in yeah. it. Um, Obamina, she's in it as well. Yeah. There's probably more that I don't recognize. <laughs> I think Miu was in it too. Yeah, yeah. I swear I saw like, you somewhere in there. Everyone, they're like, "Hi, this is the next generation. We're they're here. We're just putting it at the end. Get used to these faces. Yeah, get used to them. Yeah. <laughs> I, God, I miss all of Gen Nine. They were my favorite children. Oh my goodness. Anyway, sorry, I'm sidetracking here. But yeah, we we get flashes of all the the when they were younger gens, it introducing them, giving them tiny little you know that's screen time but they were there and we uh i guess we flash back to yuko because they're just like oh yuko has to show up but she's still laying in the hospital <laughs> in a catatonic state we actually get the scene of maida and she's like standing like in the thresh line of the hallway to mm-hmm. the gym and we get this like sound effect when she steps over that i really like it's almost as if she's like as if it's like you know that that one you you've reached the final in a video game and this is you just saved at the save point and this oh, is the yeah. final you know That's a good you know you get this it. weird yeah. little swoosh sound that she comes in and it's like okay like here's you know the final quote battle mm-hmm. and i'm ready to move forward with this mm-hmm. and i just really like that little kind of sound effect they added because it's very minor and so easy to miss but i just i sort of noticed it as we did it we also get shots of arena arena fuck even in the last episode fuck <laughs> arena <laughs> arena and shots of the kabuki sisters and like the freshmen and like like everybody as she passes them by chokoku's there but she doesn't take a seat because she's too cool for chairs uh, uh, I, I had a complaint. <laughs> what? What? Because, um, well, it's graduation, you know, and 
God, who knows we're going to do Maji too. So Tokuhu also graduates. She's the third year. Yes. But they yes. don't start with her. <laughs> they don't. Okay. Her last here's name the thing. Akimoto. Like, Come on. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was going to say that too. When they, they make a comment later on as everyone starts to get seated. I want to know. Nezumi's also here in the back chewing gum and big oh, like loner and status. Sit, it's funny because she sits right next to Arena and <laughs> Arena doesn't even look at her. So she's just like, see you. I'm not associated <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, before I, I get to what I was going to say, I want to mention we do cut back to the hospital and I guess Yuko's continuing with her heart attack and like her old man friends somehow know that she's having a heart attack yeah, at the moment. Yeah, I wanted and to they bring tell- that up. I wanted to bring that up. Like, how do they know? Because they run up to Sato and saying, hey, there's something wrong with Yuko. And I'm like, how do they know? Yeah. One, I mean, they sneak they like, into her room. Maybe. But if it was like they were visiting, sure, fine. But they're also in the hospital. So like, I doubt they would be allowed to visit their even more sick friend than them. Just in case they give her something and then she actually dies. And and two, why don't they contact like medical staff first? Oh, such a mess. (laughs) Yeah, this man, it's for all emotion, you know, it's on an emotional level. This is a good ep, you know, emotionally. Logically, this episode is all over the place. God. But yeah, so like, so Sato rushes off, right? And we cut back to uh, the graduation ceremony and the old teacher is announcing that it will begin. And and I just want to say, like, at one point they say no one's here. Because like, I think, oh, no, I'm getting ahead of myself here. But like, um, Minigishi Minami, the so-called president, <laughs> makes oh, yeah. like a is doing like a reading a poem or something like no she's giving she starts speech. Like, she, she's giving she a speech her no paper but the, with her speech on it yeah but the the teacher says like now the stu- a student will read a poem is what he says oh i guess so i was just okay. like what? maybe she starts her speech with a poem you know but. maybe she does i i don't know it the, doesn't really the, matter yeah, i guess yeah it, it doesn't but it's like the translated text at the um while she's talking um, this is just everything I've ever heard at a graduation. So I'm like, okay, skip, skip. Yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's funny to me because mm-hmm. like Dharma's like, no one's here. And she's like laughing at her. Yeah. And I'm just like, but Chokuru is technically a third year. Like, yeah. technically. And she technically graduates. So I'm like, yes. what is happening? And also, I... like, you can't tell me there's not other third years. You yeah. can't tell me Rapapa are the only third years in this school. That's impossible. Rapapa and Chokoku are the only third years. Everyone else <laughs> make it this far. <laughs> oh my god. I, I don't believe that. I don't no. fucking believe I that. I mean, I could believe for one them second. Um, maybe not going because they're Yankees, so they don't really care about school things. You know? Uh, Yuko and Sato so far have really been the only third years that have been like mentioning graduation and kind of even like looking forward to it so i imagine yeah, most I guess. don't care but also they definitely are not the only ones where are they where you're, are they occupied? You're, you're telling me that these third years wouldn't come and see maida and yuko fight even though you know yeah that's the thing too it's like hmm. like i just don't believe it for one second they couldn't just hire like extras if they really needed like third years like come on yeah. But anyway, anyway, 
the president, school president, starts bawling for some reason, and every like the looks everyone gives her are just like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" But she just starts getting like super emotional for some reason. <laughs> and they had to shoehorn the fucking nurse there for like one last of time. Course. The nurse they, like they probably puts this, this jacket actor. over her and God, shoehorns probably, off the stage. Yeah, they probably paid this actor a lot, so they're like, "Okay, this is the last scene. We have to put him in this." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's, worth it. he's been in other dramas. I know that he's, yeah. like, he's actually, fun pretty fact, big. He played a, uh, not in a drama, but he was in a Nogizaka 46 music. Oh, yeah, I remember actually. that. I think it was, was it Barrette? I think, was it that one? I don't remember. Yeah, it was Barrette, yeah. Me? It was that one, I remember. Look, I remember things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 40, 46 things, too. Amazing. Yeah, uh, surprise. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, uh, the teacher is like, uh, I don't know what to do about this, but okay, we'll announce the diplomas, I guess. And, like, you just get a shot of, like, empty chair. <laughs> yeah, so funny. God. Oh, my God. And I'm like, Chokoku, at the fucking least, can you just... Raise your hand. I don't know. Just raise, raise your, your hand. hand and say, I'm here, like, because it's like, ah, oh, no one's here. And everybody's just, like, kind of, like, laughing and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I wonder if we, the writers yeah. forgot Chokoku was a third year. I think they I did. Really I think really they think did. they did forgot. <laughs> God. And I was just like, she's here, bro. Like, at the very fucking least. God. And we get this shot of, like, like facing the back of the crowd, and we hear Yuko's voice say, oh, I'm here. Obviously, it's, like, super dramatic or whatever. Oh, yeah, of we course. We this, like, lineup of the queens and they're like standing in front and they're all wearing we see Sato they, they all oh, are wearing little like flowers it's really it's oh like really corsages cool. yeah all of them including like Sato and Yuko are also wearing them it's very cute <laughs> I just have yeah. to pick that up so I mean like Yuko is also in a wheelchair like she's mm-hmm. just being wheeled in because she can't even stand up yeah uh, so and this is, she I, looks like death. Oh, she totally does. And this is what I wanted to mention. Um, I mentioned briefly earlier when we were talking about how in the dark is everyone else. Imagine being one of the other students coming to this graduation, thinking there's going to be this huge dramatic fight between Maida and Yuko. And you, all you know is that Yuko hasn't been at school. And then the next time you see Yuko, she comes in in a wheelchair and, and looks like she could die at any second. Imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine being that. That's. I actually would have liked if they let the students be more motive about that and yeah. like show them like whispering and stuff and being like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like, and stuff like that. Like, why is she in a wheelchair? Because it is. Because it just the show makes it seem like nobody fucking knew this. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew that she was sick. So, because if everybody knew she was sick, like, would they really think she'd be okay to fight right now? Like, no. <laughs> No. It, it doesn't make sense to me. So I'm like, you guys should have actually had the students around that actually showed up for this shit to have been like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Like, even the having the freshmen, like, show, like, some sort of reaction. Because, like, to them, it they, they had thought that Yuko was getting better, not that she was getting worse. Yeah. So I, I don't, I would have loved to have seen something with them. We got nothing. Absolutely nothing. And 
Oh, anyway, uh, Yuko has needs help getting up the tiny stairs to the stage, which mm-hmm. is really sad. Uh, but she she stands in front of the principal, and and the principal's like, I hereby acknowledge your you know your graduation, and hands her like the piece of paper that tells her she graduated and tells her congratulations. And it's like I like this kind of moment for Yuko mm-hmm. uh, because she it's like oh like I I was able to make it to this one thing you know yeah. like I'll always I'll never live past being a high schooler but at least i graduated exactly and she does and she does this little yay like it's really like kind of I sad to, and also is. like and like the rest of rapapa are like trying to smile for her but they're all the saddest fucking smiles especially yeah. sato who's on the brink of sobbing <laughs> yeah. she hasn't stopped crying bro <laughs> no she hasn't um but I want to point out before we keep going, I only noticed it this time, is that uh, because Shibuya was the, uh, it was Sato and Shibuya that helped Yuko up the stairs, so they're right next to her. But when Yuko is handed her diploma, Shibuya herself looks like she's going to cry. And I never noticed that until this time. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it was such- Yeah, I you actually- that, like such sad expression come from her and i was like oh it makes me more yeah i mean like even as like i don't know like they all have this like glassy-eyed look yeah all of them even yuko has this glassy-eyed look when she's speaking but uh she she grabs the principal's microphone (laughs) yeah she just takes it from her (laughs) yeah she just takes it and like tells her to you know come meet her and up in the front and like you know Maida obviously does and then all okay here's the thing like all the girls right mm-hmm. that are there they all start smiling and, and like kind of waiting in anticipation I'm like do you not see that yeah, she can't even that, walk up the yeah, stairs that like of, that was one of the things that I wanted to point out was because it's like can you guys not read the room what is happening you saw this person who you called the legendary Yankee come into the room in a wheelchair and you watched her stumble she wasn't even able to get up the stairs herself. And you expect her to fight? Like, they're all like, oh yeah, this is gonna be sick. But it's like, no, no, this <laughs> yeah. is gonna be sad. <laughs> yeah, it's like, obviously like Maida's just, you know, ready, right? She's just mm-hmm. standing there uh, facing Yuko head on. I don't think there's any any sort of black, like there's just sadness in her. There's not, not necessarily like pitying, but just like, this is a sad thing watching yeah. this, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, because like Yuko does take a tumble and she she collapses into one of the empty chairs. The Rapapa almost goes to help her, but like Sato stops them and she's like, "No, this is this is Yuko's moment. Like mm-hmm. she has to be the one to make it to Maida." But it's just like I don't. know, It is very sad watching someone because oh, yeah. we get flashes of Yuko fighting old Yabakune, you know, students and and how strong she was, mm-hmm. right? And to see her be this week now, like, is speaks for itself, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanna mention that actually, I always called it the sad determination music because that's essentially what it is. <laughs> but yeah. the song that plays after Yuko takes her little tumble into the chairs, it actually is only played here, which I find oh, really? interesting. Yeah, it's the last song actually in the entire show that is only played in one spot and it's this one so yeah oh that's fun, cool i didn't know fun that fact, that just shows how many times i've watched this show i think i need a different <laughs> hobby <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
No comment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Yugo manages to finally like approach Maida and like everybody's just kind of wait, you know, waiting there with bated breath. And uh, Yuko tells her, hey, like, don't get cocky just because you beat Sato. And she's like, Rapapa still has me, right? Mm-hmm. And all throughout this, it's like, Maida's just like, oh, this is oh, hot. Yeah. <laughs> she just looks pain, dude. Like, she's like, I'm in pain. <laughs> and Yuko suddenly, like, lets out a punch. And it's, this punch is so weak, dude. Like, oh, it, yeah. There's no, nothing about it that makes it feel impactful, but... Yuko asked, did it hurt, right? And, mm-hmm. and Maida's like, yeah, it did. And I'm like, no, it didn't. But, well, here we are. She's lying to her to make <laughs> feel better. Stop. Let her lie to her. <laughs> I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Though, like, I know. That's what I'm saying. That, like, she obviously... Like, they, like everybody knows. Like, even though everybody, like, gasped when Yuko punched her. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's more to it than it just being a physical thing. Yeah. Right? Um... And I like that Yuko actually suddenly grasps the hand that Maida has, like, both Minami and hers' bracelet on it. It feels Mm -hmm. very significant that she grabs that particular hand. And she takes off her um, school tie, pushes it in Maida's hand, and, like, her hold on it is, like, so... I can only describe it as, like, desperate, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this very... Like, this deep desperation... Because she wants Maida to get it, right? That she's like, you're now on the top. Like, you're the strongest in this school. I am passing the torch to you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Are you crying? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Yuko even says to Maida, she's like, hey, yeah, after today, you're the top of uh, uh, Majijo. And Maida actually looks at the little, that of her little scarf thing. Well, Yuko actually, surprisingly enough, has enough energy in her body to be able to back away and still stay standing because it looked like she was going to collapse at any moment. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But she addresses everyone else in the room and she's like, hey, uh, starting today, you guys have to listen to Maida, okay? And then there's this like extra sadness because she goes, what is the line? She's like, if you have a problem with that, you have to take it up to me. And it's like, we don't even know how long you're going to live. Hello? And then she walks back over to Maida and I think she's going to say something, but she just does not have the energy left in her. Oh, no, she does. I lied. She's she does say something, on you. yeah. Well, she also says that she can't say that she doesn't want to fight anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, because she collapses into Maida and it's just like, don't run away, right? Mm-hmm. You must, you have to face these things head on. And Maida also like congratulates her on her, yeah. on making it to her graduation. Because it's, it's a feat given how weak Yuko is right now. <laughs> yeah. God. And the way, I don't know. It's just, we, we've we noted how Maida just looked like pained the entire time. But when she answers Yuko, Yuko saying, hey, you have to fight the, you have to agree to not uh, run away from fights essentially anymore. The way she says yes is such like, I'm about to cry. Like her voice yeah. back. Yeah. The queens and Sato actually bring Yuko's wheelchair back up um, to where Maida and Yuko are. And they they get her into the wheelchair and Maida, I think, like kind of steps out of the way to because she's expecting like Sato to push her. But Sato actually walk, uh, walks up to her and grabs her hand and brings her to Yuko's wheelchair. Specifically the hand that has the scarf and the bracelets. 
on it and puts it on the handle of uh, Yuko's wheelchair and is like, no, you have to push her. Yeah. And then we get this scene as, as Maida's going to push her that uh, she actually makes eye contact with Arena mm-hmm. and Arena's actually smiling at her. And for a brief moment, Maida sees her friend Minami there smiling at her proudly. And we, we get flashbacks of Minami with her bracelet. And Maida then proceeds to use her bracelets as a hair tie. And I'm like, oh my god. (laughs) That, it it takes me out of it every time because it's like, those are going to hurt later. What are you doing? Yeah, no, it's, it's, those those are are not not meant to tie your hair. (laughs) They have like, um, I don't know what the actual texture of them are. I don't know if they're soft or if they look hard, but to me, if they actually are hard, but to me, they look like (laughs) they'd hurt. They look what, rough. They look yeah. like they have a rough texture. Yeah, so it's like, what are you doing? You're going to <laughs> hurt yourself later. I mean, it's symbolic. I get it. I get it. Yeah. But I can't help but think, oh my god, this is going to hurt you so much later and damage your hair so much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she she begins to walk down, or not walk down, roll down the, the wheelchair out of the gym and all the people sort of part away mm-hmm. and sort of form this like line down and it reminds me like so much of like it, it feels like you know in those like old yakuza movies or something when they're like the boss is like dying and they're yes. all like paying their respects or something <laughs> it feels like it's not wrong because i mean it's not yankees could be low ca- low class yakuza without the actual sure. threat of danger. Yeah, and like everybody's like crying. Like they pants oh, everybody. Like everybody's, God, everybody's crying. Sato in particular is like sobbing. <laughs> yeah. But I do like to, I want to mention because while um, Maida is rolling Yugo away, Yugo's actually talking to her and she says something like, it's nice knowing that, uh, or it's something like having people, knowing that people are thinking about you. It's the best feeling in the world or something like that. Or like best thing in yeah. the world. And it's like <laughs> and as soon as she says that, it pans to the rest of Rapapa and I'm like, oh thanks! Thanks! Yeah. That doesn't hurt at all. They're all crying and I'm like, oh god, okay. I do wanna say though, I I feel a little bit like the wheelchair scene took too long. Like she's yes. moving her so slowly. Oh and I'm just like, I know I you agree. guys have like so run time to fill, but like, come oh, on. I completely dude. agree. Because while the song is going, we are getting scenes of like each like kind of group of people. I quickly want to mention that Sato and Yuko are actually mouthing the lyrics to Sakura no Shiori, which they are. Fuck you, Akipi. <laughs> 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 um, but. Uh, through like all of the song, it like does Rapapa and then it'll go do Maida's friends. But the she pushes her on in the wheelchair for so long that it goes into the second verse of the song and then we just start seeing randos. Yeah, it's- <laughs> It doesn't, I mean, some of them are like, um, they are other idols. And so I get it. It's like, hey, look, your idol. I saw Metan there. Yeah. I saw Metan. I was like, Metan. (laughs) Yeah. So it's other idols they are showing. And I get it as like a, here is your idol having screen time kind of thing. That's what I feel also this whole episode has kind of been. Because before, when you had like 
extras. For the most part, they weren't other idols in the group. Yeah. Uh, episode 11 is also the exception with the girls that were gossiping about who was going to win. Um, I think one mm -hmm. of them I recognized. But this episode in particular is like, hey, see, now you can't say your idol, your favorite wasn't in here. She was for five seconds. <laughs> uh, that's how I feel. That's all you get. <laughs> that's how I feel. It goes on far too long. Yeah. It does. But eventually, uh, Maida wheels her out into the white light. <laughs> and uh, we get this last Yuko line that says, are you living seriously? And it goes white. And we cut back to Maida standing alone in the gym. And she takes off her glasses. And she looks at the screen before like walking away. And we get this pretty cool pan of the, of the Majijo flag like in the mm -hmm. background. Um, but it, it looks like it's like after school or at least at the end of the day because nobody's there like yeah. all the halls are empty I'm assuming summer break is now in session um uh, well no but because no, no it wouldn't be summer break because in Japan they graduate somewhere between the end of March and the beginning of April I think they do have some time off like it would be like our equivalent of spring break but they graduate. Oh, they do. Okay. Um, early spring, because that's when the cherry blossoms bloom. So they graduate. I thought they had. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I thought that they had break, right after it for some reason, but <laughs> I don't know why. I think, I think they do, but it's like a very short one. Not short like break. break. Okay. Maybe. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. So Mida goes out to sit, uh, back in one of those like blue benches we've seen her, sit before. And we see that that girl again with the cardigan and reading that same book that she was reading last time. And they lock eyes and the girl gets up and like approaches her and Maida's just like, okay. <laughs> and then the girl just like goes to punch her in the face. Yeah. Because that's how Yankees greet each other, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's their way of saying hello. It's like how dogs sniff each other's butts. That's how they say hello. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> That's too extreme, I think. <laughs> it's the truth. Uh, but my, <laughs> we, we get flash, brief flashes of Nezumi, and, and then we cut back to Maida actually holding the punch, mm -hmm. sort of forcing it off. And she's glaring at this girl. That, like, and the girl's like, oh, a change of leadership is... She does that like hair thing where she runs her hand through her hair, like all yeah. dramatic, like... Only, like it, anyway, it just makes me laugh because she's like so serious. She's like a change in leadership is coming, and and Mida's just like okay, bring it on, freshman. And I'm like ah, she's a freshman. That explains so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say she also walks off hella weird. Like she's just like doing this weird like jaunt, and I'm just like, that's what just are you how Trippie walks. Don't make fun of her. <laughs> I I can't. Help it. Oh my god. Jarena! Yes, Jarena. Stop. <laughs> uh, it, the, the freshman is Jarena, uh, Matsu Jarena, aka Center, in this show. And we see her walk off with Nezumi, and Maida, you know, just watches them go and then turns around and walks away. And now we cut to the ending. Yeah, the end credits. That was credit. really quick. Yeah. <laughs> the end credits. Which is actually... Um, they show, like, a whole montage. Yeah, and it's to uh, Majisuka Rock and Roll. And it's, like, a montage, like you said, of scenes of the show. And, I don't know, it's nice. With the title cards for the characters. Yes. Who they're played by. Yes. It's not bad. I It ended that way. 
Um, so nice little montage. Mm-hmm. And obviously they they left that sort of cliffhanger. Because they the knew end. they were making a season two. Because <laughs> they knew they were making a season two. Oh, I hate it when things do that. I'm sorry. I know, I know that that's for like hype purposes where it's like, yeah, we're making another season. But I'm like, don't. Just don't. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> Especially in this case. Well, I mean, ugh. I don't mind that. It's just that because they knew they were making a second season, they did the things that they did. Exactly. Just like, exactly. I was just like, you knew and you let it be like this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I but was, yeah, I it was... ends with Majiska, Majiska rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And um, it says, thank you for watching this drama. We hope you keep supporting AKB48. That might just be the suburbs, the suburbs doing I think it that. is. But, um, but yeah. Yeah, but I thought that was cute. And yeah, it ends with the, uh, the final scene of the title card of the show with the Maji flag flapping in the background. And that's the end of it. That's the end. Yeah. Yay, we did it. <laughs> we got through it all. <laughs> Balloons. Foghorns. Yay. <laughs> Get those little like party poppers that Nesumi had in episode Yeah. Five. Yeah. I would have actually got them, but we're in quarantine, and also it would be very loud, and I don't want to hurt you guys more than my laugh already does, so... Yeah, so... We oh, made no. it. We made it. Um, and I have a complaint before we go on to our feelings about the whole... Season. Okay, what's your complaint? Um, I mean, I kind of touched on it, because I already mentioned I don't like when they kind of do, like, a, hey, there's going to be more kind of thing like they did with Center. Uh, I don't like it. Not even just in this show, but in like other shows. I'm not a fan of it. Why it's- in this show then? Tell me. Because I don't think it's that bad, to be honest. I actually I th- think it's fine. I think for me, it's because of... It's a weird transition between how the graduation thing ended and then this... Because it felt very sudden. Um... And I actually have a little bit... I like the scene where uh, Maida does take her glasses off because, you know, that is showing... She is answering Kyuko's question of, are you living seriously? She is. She's taking her glasses off and then she's no longer wearing them, you know? So, and what we see at the show is that when she's not wearing them, she is li- She is being serious. So, I like that spot. Um, I do have one small complaint is just... I feel like they put it in too fast after Yuko answered the question. Like, Yuko asked the question. If they had even just, like, a little bit longer. I don't, I don't think so, because it would have been commercial break, and then they would have had to I guess p- so. come back to that. And what, no, would it? The final thing. Would it be commercial break? Because that's so close to the end of the episode. Oh, uh, maybe not. So I don't, I don't think know. it would have been. I, personally, I don't have a problem with it. I thought it was fine. But to each their own. I don't know. To me, it feels because it's like because it, it makes it seem like. Well, I mean, like they had also their runtime. Like if they had cut portions out of the fucking wheelchair scene, we would have had more time for that. And yeah, and they did you it. Know, so that's why. And I think maybe. But I think maybe if we had cut out portions of the wheelchair scene and just had more time to do things, maybe I wouldn't have uh, dislike. You know this thing was center at the end so much i i personally don't dislike it i don't think 
there's anything wrong with it because they are setting up for a second season and yes it's part of the hype but i just i really don't have any issues with it at all it's a i think because it's, it's a tone it's, thing it's weird to me i see yeah i don't i think we'll have to disagree on that because I, I really don't find any fault with it um but i don't know other people may have i have no idea people like i i i feel like a lot of people were like where is jarena so i think for them it was okay <laughs> she yeah but i mean five like it's a screen time earlier so go cry with the other fans <laughs> But she didn't get it in this episode and they needed to put her in it, so that's why. I guess. Uh, I personally have no issues with it. I think it's fine. I think it's fine that they sort of put a little tidbit to what was to come. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, season two came out like it did, partly because Maida Asuka was graduating that year. Yeah. So it, you know, it that didn't help. I feel like if they had done production faster it would have turned out yeah, differently yeah I was, that's it. what i was going to say because there's a whole year between when maji 1 was released and when maji 2 was released and like they recorded maji 1 in like 2008 no 2000 fuck what year did it come out 2010 okay it was in 2009 2010 in 2009 was when they were recording it you know so who knows how long yeah. it had been before they started doing actual production stuff for maji 2 at that point they could have started right away i feel like they should have started should've. way sooner yeah. and then i feel like aki p would i think because part of my problem with maji i know we're getting into maji 2 here but That's... part of my problem with maji 2 is probably because Occupy had something like written out and then Maida decided to graduate and then he threw that out mm -hmm. and Maiju 2 happened the way that it did. So for me, but as it stands with the way season one ended, I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay because I think mm -hmm. at that time they had different plans for it and it yeah. didn't pan out how they wanted. Yeah, I think maybe if they had gotten the plans that they originally had, Maybe I wouldn't dislike it as much too, because a part of it is like you're hyping it to Maji Two of all things. So yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah, it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I I personally don't find any fault with it because it's for what it is. It's I take it for what it is, and I think it was fine. Okay, so thoughts on the whole season? You first. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, God, I mean, Maji 1 was really what got me into AKB48. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there's those feelings attached to it because it's what got me to... The characters in this show was what got me to go and look and search about the girls that played them. And I think for me, that is always Maji's strength is, is their characters, right? And, and I feel like... And that's why I sort of it makes me sad when I when I see the, the other seasons because it feels like it loses that. But it there's something charming about Majiska Gakuen. And I and I don't know if I can put it into words because it's so flawed. <laughs> it's so messy. It has plot holes up the wazoo, you know, like it, things don't make sense half the time. But there's something very charming about season one and i think part of it is because we go through Maida's journey and we watch her grow as a person and we where we get to the point where she does take off her glasses and learns to live seriously 
the way that Minami had told her to do so before she died. And and we get to see her because for me, Majiwan is Maida's story, right? It, it's not it's gonna it's completely her journey to healing and, and to, to live seriously like the show is trying to tell her to. And that's, I think, part of what makes it so good was because this, despite it, like the show trying to shoehorn like other like subplots into it, the fact that it had this one consistent plot of Maida's story in it is what made it, I think, be able to stand on its own and still be charming and still have a pull and weight in terms of story and what draws people into it even to this day you know so i i think that's really what sort of sold it for me was like we saw this journey for mida from start to finish and it was it was beautiful really um because we saw her go through her grief to have to overcome it overcome you know all the battles that she had to go through and that's i think that's what i love so much about this season because we always had that constant of like even though the show tries to put in all these other stuff right it, it at the end of the day it was always about Maida. it was always about her learning to to grow right and i think that's i know i'm sort of like rambling here but that's what made maji one so good to me and I and I loved it, you know, like despite all its terrible flaws, and sometimes I just want to pull my hair out and be like, "Why show? Why did yeah. you do this?" <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not saying like it's not messy and that it could have oh, been it's better. It's definitely not perfect. <laughs> it's all those things, but at the same time, there's so much of Maida's story makes it easy for me to forgive it because mm -hmm. it d did so well with her. Okay. You know, it it made me it made me love her a lot. And Maida Asuka was the first AKB girl that I loved, you know, because it was the first that I, I really like invested time in to know because I was like, oh, like what, you know, it made me want to learn more about her as a character mm -hmm. and later on as a person. But yeah, so that's, so despite its many, many flaws <laughs> and its many issues and things that are just like, what the fuck show, uh, Maji One always has this very special place in my heart. Oh yeah. And... And, it, and I think it always will, like, you mm -hmm. know, I think it, as a fan, as a, as later on as a 48 fan, um, yeah, I think it always will. And that's, those are my thoughts. I, I definitely agree with you in a lot of, uh, parts. And I mean, we even have like a same history with it because I had no clue what AKB48 was, uh, before watching Maji. And like you, because of the show, I went and, you know, looked up some of the actresses and then next thing you know what I binged watched like 200 episodes of AK Bingo hoping that Yuko was in it <laughs> yeah <laughs> the that's like the international like fan like um, <laughs> yep like experience to be honest yep. like that's the international fan experience <laughs> <laughs> you watch Maji, you binge watch AK Bingo and that's how you yeah. get into AK Bingo <laughs> yeah I Maji 1 will always like you like you said it'll always have like a place in my heart and I know you mentioned it has its charm. I wanted to add, I think one part of the charm to it is actually the acting, even though some of it's not that good. You yeah, can tell they're trying. I do agree. You know, I do agree. They're putting themselves into these characters way more than some of the other people in later seasons. <laughs> so 
that's a part of the charm. And while I'm talking about acting, I have to applaud both Atsuko and you. Oh yeah. For both Definitely. for their um, performances. Especially Atsuko, because playing a character who has very limited range of emotions when you are not that type of person is probably one of the hardest things you could do. Yeah, no, she did such a fucking amazing job. And I, people don't credit her enough yeah. in this series for it, but she, she was incredible. Yeah. And then, like I said, uh, Yuko as well, because especially for the last episode where she, you know, has to... Because Yuko is such a lively little shit of a person um, that being able to play and really sell that Yuko the character is super weak and is dying and is desperate, you know, like when you said uh, she has this desperate hold onto Maida, to play it that well, you know, it takes a lot. Yeah, it takes a lot of skill. So I definitely want to apply them first uh, before I keep going. I actually broke down my thoughts into like different sections because <laughs> this is the only way my oh God, brain okay. wants to make sense. They're not very long. Um, it's just oh, okay. Um, I want to start it with while watching the season for this podcast. I realized I actually like the season more than I remembered it. It's much better than I remembered it because I think for me, a part of me didn't necessarily go into as much focus about Maida, weirdly enough, considering she's the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what happens when you watch it once and then get obsessed with Rapapa and try to find every little thing you can about them in the season. <laughs> um, but rewatching it for the podcast, it just really showed to me how much they nailed it with Maida's story of healing. Like, if you had told me this arc in, and you didn't tell me it was Maji, I could have believed that it was from something that was much better collectively written. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, because it's not perfect, but it is really solid. I was surprised in going back and watching this, how well they did, um, they, they handled Maida in her healing and her trauma. Which is saying a lot because Japan's not really good when it comes to mental health things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not at all. Um, but that was one of my points of the things that I did like was how they handled Maida, both in her just like her mental illness, but also in her way of her path to healing. And like you said, it is mm-hmm. the constant about the show. It is about Maida first and foremost. And that's something that gets lost in other seasons because it's like, well, we have this character and this character and this character and they're all the main characters. Yeah. Oh, you know. God. I think the only other... I'm not including three because I can't remember off the top of my head. But I think the only other Three season, is kind of like it, but uh, the, there's some other stuff that muddles it and it's mm-hmm. not good. I'm trying to think just even on like the wiki page, um, like the Wikipedia page about Maji. Um... The only other season, um, like I said, not including three, that only has one protagonist is five. But it doesn't make sense because the protagonist they wrote was Salt. And Salt died in the first episode. So. (laughs) Spoilers, God. We're not getting there. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that they were actually able to 
tell a story about Maida and have it be done really well um, is something I really appreciate about the show that I didn't appreciate before. Um, there are things that could have been improved on. I'm looking at episodes five and seven in particular because they had so much that they didn't need to have going on. Um, but okay. Um, another thing that I think they could have changed, um, just something I didn't like was how little there was of Donnarumma once we got to the point where, um, I mean, I understand when we were starting to focus on, like, the fight with Geki, because that was essentially the whole episode. Um, mm -hmm. And I understand at episode 9 with Torigoya, because Maida was regressing and didn't want to be around anybody. You know, that made sense mm -hmm. in those two episodes. But afterwards, you know, in episode 10, where she's like, you know what, after her fight, she's like, okay, I'm ready to move on. But we don't really see... Dharma interacting with Maida like at all after episode 10. She's there but they don't have any other interactions like I don't know maybe if they had done just a small little scene with Dharma and Maida before Sato's fight the fight with Sato. I mean um, just something because it feels like she was such a, an important part of Maida's journey and then she got to the end of the journey and then Dharma wasn't really there anymore. So that's this one complaint I have. Um, but I get it because they really wanted to focus on Sato and Yuko and their relations with Maida. I get it. But I just, I don't know, part of me wishes Dodrimo was still there. Um, yeah, I can, I can see what you mean by that because she did have such a big role to play. Mm -hmm. um, she was one of Maida's, you know, people, one of the people that really tried to reach out to Maida mm -hmm. first. And to just end up her sort of disappearing in the end is like, ah, uh, that sucks, yeah. you know. But I, I get it. They, they had a lot on, mm. they had a lot that they wanted to cover, and again, it, there's a fault in sort of shoehorning a relationship between Yuko and Maida at the end mm -hmm. that we talked about before, and I think that partly plays into that. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's unfortunate that Dharma sort of got sidelined there towards the end. Yeah. Otherwise, I do. I, as a whole, I generally think this season is great. It is Maji's best season for a reason. It is actually, for the most part, really well put together as like a show. There are, like we've mentioned, there are plot holes, and there it's a mess. But I don't know. I love it, and I mean by watching Maji and like drawing things and posting it on the internet. That's how I hit, I met you. So of course- Yeah, that's how we met a lot of our friends, uh -huh. I think, actually. It sort of thrusted you and me and, and a lot of international fans and to be part of the 48 community, mm -hmm. um, as small as we are now, oh, uh, yeah. but it's okay. It's mm -hmm. to be expected. Um, J-pop's always been sort of like that. Yeah, but uh, it's definitely opened up a space for it. It, it was kind of like Maji was kind of like a gateway, I want to say, to Maji's the gateway K-pop idol scene for <laughs> yeah, well for for idol fans anyway. Uh, it's definitely like if you're like a baby idol fan, mm -hmm. you don't know much about it. 
Maji is definitely a place I would probably recommend for people to start because it's just sort of easy to take in. Yeah. People, are, there's actually episodes up where people can watch it. Whereas, yeah. you know, also- other content isn't so easy to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that so reminds me, definitely- I need to finish posting, putting links into the master post and then actually post it. It's been sitting in my draft. Tell me, tell, tell us what you mean. Okay, so um, I've collected almost every single episode and special of Maji. And so originally I found Maji through a master post that someone who I used to be friends with had made. And that's what got me into the show. But over time, the links that were used in that master post were old, and so a lot of the websites no longer existed, or the file wasn't up anymore, that kind of thing. So I took it upon myself, who has downloaded a lot of the seasons. I've uploaded them to Google Drive. And so I'm making a Tumblr post that's a master post that has all of it. Some of it's going to be a little weird, um, because with... I mean, most seasons, it's you just download the video file because the subtitles are in it. Some of them, you're going to have to download the subtitles separately because I have no clue how to put them together. But yeah, I'm making a master post. It's been in my drafts and t- on Tumblr for like three years, but I'm getting there because I finally have because I finally have everything. Uh, the only thing that doesn't have subtitles is Lost in the Supermarket, but don't bet that Lost in the Supermarket is going to have subtitles anyway, so... No one's Why would you it. even want subtitles for that? <laughs> to I, be honest. I mean, I kind of do because simply because I do not understand Japanese in the slightest. So um, my brain, I can get what's happening just by watching it. But I also am like, I want to know what they're saying, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, I fun. say just from a story standpoint, story that standpoint, it's no. kind of like. <laughs> Well, you'll probably, the, you could do it yourself, but you have to shell out the money for someone to do that. Yes, that's the problem. Uh, and that's probably going to be your best bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm happy that Elle has announced that they will be continuing that master post. I have been yeah. waiting for that master post I'm for like so, so long. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, for a while, it was it, like I couldn't find one of the seasons. I think it was... It was Maji 5, actually. I couldn't find Maji 5 because the website where we had started, when we watched it together, we had started watching it, only went to episode 4. And then so I looked for a very long time to find Maji 5 with English subs, and then I found it. So I think that's actually already on the master post, but I have to put 4 and 0 on it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Maji 0. It's not... Mm. It's not 4. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Oh man, can you imagine if we had to do a podcast on Maji Zero? I was just gonna be complaining the entire time. I don't think anyone wants to hear oh, that. Oh god. Oh man. <laughs> well, if you do want to hear, if you, you really, really do, <laughs> let us know. I don't know if we're gonna do any more seasons, but I really, I'm just really happy we got through this one. Yeah. Uh, because our our work schedules, our living spaces, it's it's difficult for us to record podcasts sometimes even though we want to do those things Mm -hmm. but there's we have our own limitations the pandemic certainly didn't help so that made things even more difficult but we're happy to have had you listeners you know on this journey with Mm -hmm. us yeah thank you for joining us on this rewatch of uh the best season of maji (laughs) yes the best season of maji skagakuen um we're so grateful that you and we hope you've enjoyed it uh, I certainly had fun, you know, 
taking it apart and reanalyzing and rewatching this show yeah. that I've yeah. that really got me into AKB48 and um, you know I loved it so much and I'm I'm glad that we we did get to do and we did get to finish. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm glad we did get to finish because there was a part where we're like, are we? There was a moment where we'd be like, are we going to be able to? But here we are. Yeah, we there did was, it. There, yes, we did it. Yeah, but we did it. I I really had some doubts. I was like, are we going to finish this? I don't know. <laughs> but we did it, and and it's here. And so thank you so much for your patience <laughs> uh, with us. As you know, we've sort of transformed this into more of a monthly podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're happy to have you here anyway. Uh, and with that said, where can we find you, Elle? You can find me at almadiyuna.tumblr.com or almadiyuna at, at twitter.com. I don't think that's right, but that's my username. <laughs> at almadiyuna. Um, there's two Ys. I feel like for the first 10 episodes of this podcast, I didn't mention that. There's two Ys. <laughs> Did not. I didn't. There's two Ys. Just write up the whole thing. There you go. You got it. Um, I, well, I announced the master post because I'm going to be working on that again. I might have to make another Gmail account, but it'll be fine. <laughs> That's my announcement. I'm going to finish <laughs> the uh, the Maji master list. Now, where can we find you, Raiden? You can find me at Suspicious Hon- Honmayan. Oh my god, Suspicious you, Honmayan. You skipped a word. Wait. <laughs> Suspicious Warrior Honmayan. <laughs> Shut up. Suspicious Warrior Honmayan at Tumblr.com. All together, no spaces. Uh, and you can find you can also find me at uh, at Majidayo Twitter. Um, and you can find us at Majidayo the Podcasts on Twitter as well. Uh, if you want to just drop in, we'll 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 actually post. We've been posting like links to or uh, references to the announcements that we made about Idle News as well. Um, and I'm sure once Elle does, finishes the master list, we'll be posting that up on Twitter too. I hope. I don't know if that's your your plan. No, that's the plan. Uh, okay, that's the plan. Because I mean, what's the po- point of making a master post if I'm not going to try to s- get as many people to know about it? I, yeah, that's true. God, I started making it when uh, Produce 48 was a thing because more people were into it. Oh, Jesus. And then... I didn't because Produce 48 ended up being a mess, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> one last oh, thing before yeah. we close off the episode. There was one uh, for the Magic Out. There was one, and it was Yuko asking, are you living seriously? Yeah, that seems that seems like a good way to end it, mm-hmm. to be honest, with one. The, the only one we need. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this again. Maybe we'll be seeing you. Maybe, maybe not. If not, if if we decide, we probably will say something on the Twitter, on the podcast yeah. Twitter. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. With that, hope you guys have a magic day. Thanks. Bye.